Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead, make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. Commence primary ignition. Imagine. Living in the 1940s, and you've just watched Citizen Kane in the cinemas. You come out of the theater saying, "Wow, that's probably going to be a classic in the future." And true enough, it has. Film schools of today screen this movie for the students that are enrolled in the program. How many movies of today will go down in history like Citizen Kane? Not many. And today on Movie Magic, I'm picking one movie that will make it in history and be considered a classic in the future. The movie is titled "The Banshees of Inisherin." What's it all about? Well, I'll tell you without any spoilers a little later on. Now, this movie has an all-Irish cast and crew, but I'll just pick a few. I'll start with the writer-director who also co-produced the movie. His name is Martin McDonagh. Although he was born and brought up in London, his parents are Irish. He not only dabbles with films; he's a playwright as well. He's been writing plays since 1996. The first one's titled "The Beauty Queen of Leanne," and his latest was in 2018, titled "A Very, Very, Very Dark Matter." His screenplays are also known to have absurd black humor as well. He has won numerous awards, including an Academy Award, four BAFTA awards, three Laurence Olivier awards, and nominations for five Tony awards. And he's probably gonna bag some more for this latest movie. Trilogies is something that Martin McDonagh is accustomed to writing. For example, the Leanne trilogy starts off with the Beauty Queen of Leanne, which is a story of the dysfunctional relationship between a spinster and her domineering mother. Now I heard that this has a morbid and tragic ending. However, the play was well received on its opening night in Galway in 1996. And was next produced off Broadway at the Atlantic Theatre in 1998. The play transferred to Broadway in April that same year and was nominated for a Tony Award for Best Play. The second part of the trilogy, A Skull in Connemara, is about a Connemara man who is employed to exhume skeletons in an uncrowded graveyard, and he encounters his wife, whom he was once accused of killing. The play premiered in 1997 at Town Hall Theatre, Galway. The play was presented at the Royal Court Theatre in London too. Did it make its way to the U.S.? Well, of course it did. The final part of the trilogy is titled "The Lonesome West," a play involving two brothers bickering in the aftermath of the supposedly accidental fatal shooting of their father. The play ran on Broadway in 1999 and received a Tony Award nomination for Best Play that same year. Three different stories, but yet a trilogy.
Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Then there's the Iran Islands trilogy. It starts off with The Cripple of Inishman. It's a dark comedy in which a crippled teenager schemes to attain a role of Man of Iran. Now, The Man of Iran is a documentary, by the way. The play opened in 1997 at the Royal National Theatre in London. About a year later, it opened off Broadway. Then came The Lieutenant of Inishmore. This is the follow-up play which was written as a response to the 1993 Warrington bombings when two children were killed by the IRA. It is a comedy. I know you must be saying, how can it be a comedy when children are being killed? Well, hear me out. It is a dark comedy in which the insane leader of an Irish National Liberation Army's splinter group discovers that his best friend, a cat, has been killed. The play was produced off-Broadway in 2006, and then it was transferred to Broadway in May that same year and received a Tony nomination for Best Play. The third play of the trilogy was not produced at all. Instead, the play turned into a screenplay. And that's what we see now in the cinemas. The Banshees of Inishirin. It's also on Disney+. Plus. So yes, this chap is a playwright as well as a screenplay writer. But what does he prefer doing better? Plays or movies? I'll tell you the answer in just a bit. Meanwhile, I want to tell you that many years ago, an Irish siblings band, The Chorus, was in Singapore. And um, they performed in a small hall, I should say, uh, at a pub located on the top parking lot of Takashimaya Shopping Centre. It was an invitation-only concert for our radio listeners who won tickets on air, um, our advertisers, friends and family. And like I said, it was held in a small private hall that had a small stage. It was an up-close, personal and intimate concert. Now, one of the tunes that they played was an old Irish tune titled Toss the Feathers. Now, the album version has drums in them, but the live version is played by a bauran, which is an Irish drum and a small stick used to hit it. Now, you hold the stick like how you would hold a pencil, and th- this stick is called a keepin, spelled C-I-P-I-N. Now, it just sounds better with this instrument instead of a drum kit. Now, in the live version, there's also a solo part of the bauran. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Like the cause version of Toss the Feathers, which features fiddles, Irish flutes, and baurans, in the movie The Banshees of Inishirin, there is a scene where some folks get together in a pub, sit around, and just play music. Now, that scene reminded me of when I played in a Celtic band. We used to jam in a pub that did not have a stage. We just sat around in our chairs around a table and had a couple of pints or two. Uh, we were just jamming. So there were a lot of starts and stops as we tried to perfect our sound, which seldom happened. But the crowd that sat around us would get entertained, and they loved us. Ah, those were the days. Oh, by the way, I played the bauran in the band, and I was the only brown guy in the band. <laughs> we dressed kind of similar as while the rest wore their checkered kilts. I wore my checkered lungi. Now, earlier, I kind of teased you by asking you what you think Martin McDonough prefers writing. Screenplays or theatre plays? Well, in a 1998 conversation with Irish drama critic Fintan O'Toole, he stated that he prefers writing films to plays as he holds 
a respect for the whole history of films and a slight disrespect for theatre. Ooh, I know, that's hurting, isn't it? But he further explained, it's not that he does not respect theatre, he's intelligent enough to know that a play can completely inspire a person as much as a film can. However, theatre isn't something that's connected to him. And from a personal point of view, he can't appreciate what he's doing. Well, he could have fooled us with the awards that he's won writing plays too, yeah? Now, The Banshees of Inisherin is a movie for you if you're sick and tired of all the superhero CGI movies uh, that are being churned out like, I don't know, Linda Blair vomiting in The Exorcist. Now, if you want to be engrossed in a good story, then this is the movie for you. It is not mainstream, but an art film. However, it also appeals to a wider audience that are not into art house movies. It'll pull all the emotions out of you. Now, here's what I want you to do. Now, imagine your best friend, someone whom you can spend hours talking in a car or over the phone, visiting and so on. Okay, so you have that person in mind. Good. Now, imagine that person one day decides not to talk to you anymore and tells you not to make any contact at all. You would probably wonder what you did or said wrong, wouldn't you? Well, that's how this movie begins. And throughout this movie, you would want to know what happened. Why is this person named Colm, played by Brandon Gleeson, behaving this way to his friend Partridge, an innocent man who's super nice, played by Colin Farrell? Why was he so mean? I kept asking myself and I felt so sorry for the character played by Colin Farrell. I'm hoping that he will win an Oscar for his performance. The way his eyebrows met and the way he looked so sad, it is so touching. An equally impressive performance is by Brendan Gleeson. I also like the chap that played the role of Dominic. And I know I'm going to butcher his last name. Barry Keon? Or some pronounced Cohen? I'm not sure. I should have asked my Irish boss, Owen, how this actor's name is pronounced before doing the show. Well, it is spelled K-E-O-G-H-A-N. I'm going for Keon. I don't know. I may be wrong. Now, you probably know how to pronounce his name better than I do. Anyway, I love this guy. He was not only the comic relief in this movie, but his character was looking to connect with people as he was abused by a strict policeman father. Another person to look out for is Kerry Corden, who plays Colin Farrell's sister, Siobhan. I think I came close to pronouncing that Irish name. Wonderful performance from her, too. The movie is a period movie because there are no cell phones or cars in this Irish town that is situated by the breathtaking Irish coastline. It's where the highlands meet the sea. And just for this sake, you must watch this movie on the big screen. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. And you would know which year this movie is set when Colin Farrell's character tears the month off his calendar from March to April. It's a clever way of telling the audience which year it is without the big fonts that show up in front of, you know, the picture like in other movies. This movie has all the makings of a Shakespeare tragic comedy. And it has all the elements of love, friendships and relationships between family members, friends and acquaintances. There's art displayed. 
And I want you to look out for the different kinds of masks hanging on the walls and ceilings of the house of Brendan Gleeson's character. It features people struggling with mental health and even loneliness. The art deck is perfect. Also look out for the gramophone. It has scenes that will make you squirm in your seat. You might feel a little sad at one scene. It has twists and turns, and it might just inspire you to write some poetry too. I highly recommend The Banshees of Inishirin, and I hope it bags a lot of Academy and BAFTA awards. Now, if you want an introduction to the director, Martin McDonough, then watch his Oscar-winning short title, Six Shooter. Now, although he's Irish, he lives in East London. He holds dual citizenship for both Ireland and the United Kingdom. Now, in my opinion, it's nice to have dual citizenship, as in that way, there are no borders, no lines, and we can all live as one. I know, it sounds like a John Lennon song. This is Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3. I'm Colin Gomez, a person that loves notebooks with no lines in them, as in that way, you'll have more freedom to explore the pages with not only notes, but art as well. Have a wonderful and peaceful weekend.